Welcome to Cancer's Over Now What podcast, the podcast to help you start creating a disease-free body and begin taking your health back. I'm your host, Tanya, and I've been through cancer myself and know the devastation it can have on the body. So I'm a firm believer in putting focus on building up the immune system by detoxing, clean eating, supplementing, and following an overall holistic lifestyle. When you intuitively put focus back into you and your health, you will begin to feel great again, have less fears about a recurrence, and realize your potential and purpose. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes here and periodically having guests on talking about all things health and wellness, of course. So if you love this and you know you're going to be coming back for more, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell to be notified of all upcoming episodes. Are you ready? Great. Let's dive into this week's episode. You guys are going to love today's episode. Today, we are talking with Erica. She is a stage four ovarian cancer survivor, and I wanted to have her on because she went about her treatments a little bit differently than most people see and hear from others who have had cancer or have cancer. She decided that she didn't want to do full on conventional or traditional treatments, whatever you want to call it, in a hospital like most of us have done. She went about and found a clinic that would help her heal her cancer in a more holistic and all natural route. She did have in the story, which she will tell you, um, a very, very, very small dose of chemo. So wasn't full on holistic and all natural, but for the most part, it was. And I, I love hearing stories about this because it really shows us who've had cancer or who, you know, have cancer that there's more than one way to approach our healing and, you know, our decisions and and what we want to do for, for our treatments and stuff. Some people choose to, you know, just go to the hospital and have chemo radiation surgeries. Some people choose to go to holistic clinics where they do everything all natural. I've even heard some people and seen amazing survivor stories of people who have just done it all on their own with like nutrition and juicing and supplements and stuff like that. So it's just amazing how the body heals itself. If we are willing to give it the right tools that it needs to do its job. And, you know, not only that, but have the mindset and the faith and belief behind the fact that, we can heal and we can get through this. And that just because we have cancer doesn't mean that it's a death sentence for us. Like we can come on the other side of this. And so that's why I was really excited to talk with Erica because I know um, when I was going through chemo, one of the things that really helped me when I was dealing with a lot of fear of like, what's going to happen? Am I going to die? You know, that kind of thing. I know we all probably go through that was talking with other people who have already been through cancer and they're on the other side of it because just hearing them and talking with them really gave me hope and belief and faith that I could be there too. Like if this person can, can get through cancer and they're still alive, you know, two, five, 10 years later, then I can too. 
you know, so that really helped me when I was dealing with a lot of fears that I had during my cancer treatment. So I was just super excited to have Erica come on and do this show for us. And I know you guys are going to love her story. So stay tuned and let's welcome Erica to the show today. Thank you so much, Erica, for coming on and agreeing to doing this podcast for us. You're you're actually the first person that I've had on my podcast that has had a cancer diagnosis. So I'm super excited to do this interview with you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited as well. <laughs> so first, I just wanted to like start off and have you introduce yourself to to us and kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Erica Matthews. And yeah, just like you said, I recently overcame stage four ovarian cancer. And uh, it's, it's been almost a two year journey. And I did it mostly holistic. And so I am so passionate about holistic health, um, obviously, because it's worked for me. And um, so I'm a life coach, I'm a spiritual alignment coach. And I'm, my passion is helping women um, step into who God's called them to be through step-by-step -step methods. And I am also an immune system educator. So uh, about a year ago, I got introduced to um, some amazing products um, with the immune system company that totally just changed my life. And so I am passionate about just sharing that knowledge with people and letting them know that our immune system is like our God-given operating system. And if we take care of it, our immune system is going to take care of us when we need it to. So um, I have a three-year-old little girl. I've been married for five years. I live in uh, the Boise, Idaho area. And I just, I love life. So, yeah, that's awesome. So tell us just a little bit about, because a lot of this, I'm just learning about you too. Like, I don't know your full story. So just kind of briefly tell us a little bit about what that looked like for you. How long ago was it? You know, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's like back up a little bit to March of 2020, right when COVID was breaking out. And I started having these weird symptoms and I'd just came from Newport beach when I noticed these symptoms and had gotten certified as a life coach. I knew that I just, I was just passionate about helping, like I said, helping women. And, um, so I came home, started my business online. Everything was going great, signing up new, uh, clients. And then I start having like the shortness of breath and I, I didn't think it was like a big deal, but I, you know, then all these other like symptoms started happening. So my lymph node right here on the base of my neck popped out and I started having this cough. So my mom asked me, she's like, do you think you have COVID? And I'm like, oh gosh, mom, no, I don't, I don't think I do. Mm -hmm. um, but when the lymph node popped out, my husband was like, gosh, honey, I, I think you need to go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I didn't have a doctor. I just thought, you know, I don't really need a doctor. I eat healthy. You know, I'm, I'm a health coach. 
you know, um, and to be honest, I had that mentality that I think is so common with people, which is, oh, cancer. Yeah, cancer's for those people. It's not for someone who's successful, someone who's a Christian, someone who's a health coach. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. of course, when I, you know, I went and, you know, they finally ordered a scan and got, got all that situated. They said, you know, basically I got the call that nobody wants to get. You have ovarian cancer. Your lungs are filled with fluid and you need to get to the ER. And Mm -hmm. I I think I honestly have my first panic attack. Mm -hmm. And she told me that. I screamed. And I said, are you kidding me? And she says, no, ma'am, I wish I was. Um, But you do need to get to the ER. And so uh, I called my husband, my mom, grabbed my two-year-old at the time and went to the ER. And so because, you know, like I said, COVID was just breaking out, I, um, they wouldn't let anybody in. And so I got in the hospital and they quickly staged it at stage four and treated me like end of life. Oh, wow. So, That's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was scary for sure. It was, it was pretty much like um, all the, the emotions of like, like, no, this is I, right. Like, I remember having the same thoughts of like, nope. Cause I had to wait for my, my diagnosis over the phone too. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, nah, it's not, it's just going to be, you know, a, a cyst on my breast or, a, or some sort of fibrous tumor type thing. It's not going to be cancer because, you know, God knows that I'm homeschooling my kids and I have yeah, to, right. that to do. So he's not going to allow this to happen. Right. <laughs> like, Isn't oh, that true? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was only two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, not even two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they so quickly- was going through your mind, like at the time, I mean, you, you had your first panic attack. So you were like really fearful when you were in the hospital, were they already talking about like getting on starting treatments and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Like, how did that escalate your decisions on what to do for cancer treatments and stuff? I, oh my goodness, I just was like in complete, like utter shock. So I wasn't, I was just doing whatever the doctor said. He's like, you know, you're going to need chemo, radiation, surgery, all of that. I'm like, okay, yes, yes. So I scheduled the surgery. I did have a full abdominal hysterectomy and it went, it went bad. So I ended up having a bowel obstruction. And um, so I came home from the surgery and everything was going good and then i started having like incredible cramping i mean and i couldn't go to the bathroom it was it was so bad and i was texting my doctor and i'm like is this normal and he goes yeah i mean it was i mean i wanted to step into full menopause it was just awful the way i was don't you wish they would just kind of prepare you for those kind of things you should have told me before (laughs) yeah yeah no i was yeah you can't get prepared for this for sure uh, so then, you know, a couple, you know, a couple more hours go on and I mean, it is unbearable cramping. Well, then I actually ended up having poo come out of my mouth and mm. I knew I was all obstructing again. Yeah. So I went to the hospital, they put this NG tube down my nose, all the way down my esophagus to try to drain the gases off of me. And I have to go into another surgery because of the second bowel obstruction. So they ended up taking out part of my colon and um, 
they, I was actually in the hospital for 10 days. And on day eight, the colorectal doctor comes in and he said, do you pray? And I said, yeah, do you? And he said, yeah. He goes, but you need to pray. You need to tell anyone and everyone that prays for you that you need a miracle. Uh, I don't know what's going on with your body, but your bowels are not waking up and it's not looking good. I don't know if a tumor is blocking your bowels. Um, and if that's the case, then we're going to need to prepare you for the worst. Um, but just pray. And so I did not know but earlier that day that he had called my husband and told him to prepare for the worst. He's like, I, I'm, I don't know what's going on with your wife, but I want to prepare you for the worst. Okay. So that's what happened. So I remember like a good doctor. <laughs> Yeah, he was a good doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember sending a message out to my prayer warriors. And within two days, my bowels had woken up. Everything that needed to happen to for me to be released from the hospital happened. Mm -hmm. And I was going home on day 10. <clears throat> so pretty wow. awesome. That is yeah. amazing. So you had the surgery and what um, you know, you got through all this and healed and then did your doctor come to you and be like, okay, now we need to do chemo. Cause you had yep. the tumor. Um, you had tumors, right? Like on your ovaries, oh, is that kind of what it looked like? Oh no. I had tumors in my lungs, liver, breast, spleen, lymph nodes, ovaries, a stomach cavity, like sprinkled tumors in my stomach cavity, in my thigh, okay. my butt cheek, esophagus tray. So that's why they said I wasn't going to make it because I, my body was full of cancer. So every one of them, I inter had interviewed five doctors, including holistic doctors, and every one of them was, um, this isn't looking good, ma'am. Uh, you need to start chemo like on Monday. Like, mm -hmm. It was a Friday. I remember one doctor saying, um, we can get you in, we can have you start right away. But you know, uh, you know, so nobody was giving me good news. And, uh, you know, looking back, I just, I always want to just make sure to tell people this, but if I partnered with the bad news, I don't think I would have thought as hard. So I think when you are getting a diagnosis of, you know, whatever it is, or some sort of like devastating bad news it is so important to not partner with that like because then i feel like the hopelessness can come in and you you'll lose your fight to to press on do you know what i'm saying right yes i totally yeah. agree with that yeah i i've so, even i've even heard stories and like read like you know scientific data to back that up that when you when you don't have that hope and you don't think things are going to end well, a lot of times they don't because, you know, our cells and our brain are commu in communication with each other and just the whole science behind it's pretty amazing. But yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that's completely true. I've heard lots of those stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't listen to them because uh, I just felt in my heart that I wasn't supposed to do that. So I was like buying time, just trying to figure out like what I wanted to do. And my mother actually found this holistic cancer center in uh, California. And so I just started, you know, doing my research and I came across in the meantime, I came across a, um, a holistic cancer survivor. His name is Chris work. Have you heard of him? Oh Yeah. I follow him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the crispy cancer guy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He is awesome. And so I watched his whole like series. There is, you know, like seven video series on exactly what he did. And I felt like through his story 
that God was giving me the permission to think outside of the box and to do something completely different. And so I was like, yes, if he can heal himself, you know, this way, then I, I too can. And so I let my doctor know. And he told me, unfortunately, holistic cancer treatment does not work on ovarian cancer, especially for where you're at. And again, it was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to defy the odds. I am not going to accept your news. You, you know, one way doctor, and again, he's a conventional doctor, but you know, I believe a different way. And I believe that, you know, God is leading me step by step. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mom found the cancer center in Irvine, California, and we, my husband and I, believe that if she would accept me as a patient, because they don't accept everyone there, um, that then okay, God, that was you know you're lining up with what I believe that you're going to do, which was to heal me and everything that you, that God has spoken to me, and so sure enough, she accepted me, and I moved my whole family down, and we stayed in an Airbnb for five months and just went after this thing, so. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I found out about my cancer diagnosis, I right away said, yep, let's, let's do this with the whole chemo and radiation. And it wasn't until, you know, probably halfway through the treatments or even towards the end, when I started learning about these facilities, like you went to and, mm-hmm. and all these natural treatments that people are using. So it's like, I wish I would have known before I, before I did you know, all the chemo that I did, because I probably would have taken a different route. And how long ago was your diagnosis? Um, Seven, about seven years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can, you can do all the, you know, a lot of the things that you know now. But I did incorporate a lot of like natural things in with it. Like Mm -hmm. as I would like learn, you know, like mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms, and I did do juicing and stuff. So it's, I did make sure that my digestive system was, you know, all good with, you know, probiotics. And so yeah. it's not like I didn't do anything. I kind of meshed a little bit in there yeah. holistically. So, but yeah, it's amazing. I've heard so many stories of people who've had, you know, even like you stage four cancer mm-hmm. who've completely changed their lifestyle and their eating and, you know, just adding supplements and certain things and have been able to heal their cancer hundred percent. It's it just, it blows my mind how amazing the body is. I know. Right. <laughs> so yeah. was your, all of your family was on board with this. They, they were okay with your decision to not do chemo. And I, so my husband was not, so that was definitely a point of struggle big time. Um, but he just knew that I was on, I was on a mission. I was not going to do conventional chemo. So uh, when I got to California, my, my holistic doctor said uh, that she was suggesting that I would do what's called IPT. Have you ever heard of that? I don't think so. So it's, it stands for insulin potentiated therapy, and it is a form of low dose chemo. So it's basically like 10% of the normal amount of chemo that they blast your body with, mm-hmm. but it also... <laughs> it's the way that they give it to you that's so effective and it has to do with giving you fake insulin and you fast and shrinks the tumors fasting does and you know gave me a bunch of plant-based um modalities and intravenous curcumin and just different things before to to um kill the cancer cells and then they would give me the low dose chemo so i ended up doing that as well 
That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. What other therapies did you do? Um, you know, along with like your treatments that you were getting at the facility, did you change anything that you were doing? I mean, before you said that you were, were already a health coach, so you must've been mm -hmm. really into health already, which is, yeah. which is great. But did you do anything else? Like I know some people will start obviously working out, um, maybe doing sauna therapy so you can like reduce your toxin load, like anything like that, that you weren't doing before that you started to do? Yeah. So, so what I loved about the cancer center for healing is they look at everything like a whole body approach. So my doctor was concerned about, okay, why did you get the cancer? Because if we don't take care of the root of it, it's, you're, you're going to have a reoccurrence later. Yes, so yes. <laughs> we dealt with, with a lot of that. And have you ever heard of Evox therapy? No. Yeah. So we did, we did some of those sessions. It's kind of hard to explain. You're, you're uh, hooked up to this monitor and you know, you're asked certain questions and it gives the answer, it reads the answer. And so everything that came back was, I mean, there are some like, like way back, like, um, like ancestors and like family so history. Kind of, kind of like biofeedback or neurofeedback. I mean, somewhat like that. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it just gave a lot of feedback as to roots of things in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so whatever she told me about my parents uh, was spot on. Like, I'm like, okay, well then this is, there's no way you would know that about my parents. So obviously this information is accurate. So we, we did a lot of that. Um, I did a lot of like, you know, work on myself, like spiritually I was doing a lot of meditating uh, standing on God's word, communion every single day. I had read this book called The Power of Communion. And it was, it's a short little read, but it was basically these stories of people that were, you know, weighing 70 to 80 pounds that were on their deathbed who started incorporating, taking communion and remembering Jesus's work on the cross, that he paid it all. Like it was mm -hmm. already done and that, you know, I too could be healed. And so all of that just like, really worked in my beliefs just of like, yes, God's going to heal me. I'm, I'm only believing I'm only partnering with the desired result that I want to have. Um, and so I did a lot of, uh, like I said, plant-based modalities. So, um, mistletoe, mistletoe mm -hmm. is effective and it kills cancer cells, which I think is really important because, um, I think you and I were talking about this before, uh, the oncol the conventional oncologists, they don't talk about the cancer cells, like going after cancer cells and chemo does not kill cancer cells. It shrinks the tumor burden. And so that was one of the things that my doctor had talked to me about is we've got to get your circulating tumor cells, uh, lower. And so we did obviously intravenous curcumin, we did high dose vitamin C, we did hydrogen peroxide intravenously. Um, I mean, we just did selenomycin, all these things that are, like I said, like they're very natural, but they're not things that you hear about normally. Yeah. You know, right. I have heard about the mistletoe. Yeah. Yeah. Mistletoe is really good. Yeah. So I, and again, like the infrared sauna, like you said, absolutely. I, I was on a protocol for that, doing that, um, you know, three to four times a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was using you know, all the supplements that she, she gave me and changed my diet. I mean, it, you, like I said, we went after it from like, okay, mm -hmm. what, 
what needs to change in my life. And so what exactly did you do for changing your diet that that's different so, from before? Yeah. So she put me on a keto diet because sugar feeds tumor growth. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't feel like I needed, you know, to do the whole vegan route. I was open to doing that. Um, I wasn't, I, w I don't think I would have been thrilled about only doing vegan. So I'm kind, I'm kind of, <laughs> right, you know, right. You got to do what you're, what you're comfortable with and what you love too, because if, if there's a lot of like negativity around the food that you're eating, that's going to affect your <sighs> cells and your health as well. So, yeah, yeah, that is so true. Uh, yes, we did keto. Um, yeah. And that, that was that how you're still eating now today. You still do the same thing. I do low carb. So I'm, okay. you know, I'm doing, I'm just obsessed with these smoothies I make every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can, I can tell you all about the smoothie, but um, yeah, <laughs> low carb. I'm not, I don't know. I feel like you need some form of carbs for brain function and brain power, you know? So just definitely in moderation, but uh, yeah, is as, as limited possible uh, of sugar as I can. Um, sugars and everything though. So it's, it's pretty hard to get rid of sugar completely. I mean, it's in chicken broth. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how much they just put sugar in everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So you, um, you said, you mentioned to me when I was talking to you, um, that cancer cells are in everyone. Can you expound on that a little bit for the audience so that they can yeah. get a better understanding of that? Cause I, I know some people are like, what, what do you mean? Cancer yeah. cells are in everyone. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. So we have, we have cells, you know, new cells forming every single day, cells dying every single day. And so this was news to me that everybody has. So it's actually called circulating tumor cells. And so what my doctor had explained to me is that, you know, it's basically like a perfect storm before the, the, the cancer cells grow into a tumor. And so then we, I learned about, you know, what causes tumor growth. So it's stress. It's like EMFs. It's our environment. It's the chemicals in our food. It's smog. It's, um, it's toxins. It's, I mean, just a huge list. And the other thing that I found that interesting as to what she, she said was that people don't get cancer like overnight. It's cancer has to be brewing in your body for at least 10 years for it to grow. And so, you know, keeping, you know, your stress levels down, um, you know, sugar, all, all those things, you know, not being near EMFs as much as possible, like protecting, you can get EMF, um, protective like phone cases for on your cell phones. I mean, just knowledge is power. Um, yeah. So there's like, there's things that you can do. Yeah, And just knowing that is, is really reaffirming for people to know that, Hey, it takes 10 years yes. for this to happen. That means starting right now, yeah. you can be doing things in your life and for your health to eliminate, you know, the, the bad cells and, and start fresh, you know, start, start getting those healthy cells in there and do the complete opposite of what most people do nowadays when they're eating like the standard American diet or just really loading their body up full of toxins that just wreak havoc on our health. So, cause I kind of feel like some people just, at least some people that I talk to, they, they lose hope and like, Oh my gosh, there's like toxins everywhere. What's the mm -hmm. point? You know, like oh, yeah. we're all going to die someday and we're all going to be unhealthy, but 
there's so many things that we can be doing to reverse whatever's going on inside of us. So there's always hope and there's always faith that, you know, we can be different than what we, what we are. Yes, absolutely. And one thing I learned is that it's important to have like conviction about the changes that you're making. Otherwise, you know, you won't stick to it. It's it's not going to be long lasting. And so the way to have convictions about things and start making the little changes is to get start getting like educated it's a whole like a whole new world this whole i was never into holistic health like i just it's not me up until you know i was basically forced to um mm-hmm. do in a completely different way so yeah what advice would you give to someone who like if someone came to you and they just found out that they have cancer um and they're trying to figure out like what they want to do as far as like you know, treatments go or like lifestyle changes, what would you, what kind of advice would you give them? Okay. So honestly, I would tell them like everything their doctor says is not right. I feel Mm -hmm. like so many people put their doctors on a pedestal and I'm talking like any doctor Yeah, because you know, what's right for me isn't right for you or for everyone. You know what I'm saying? And so it's super important to number one, be your own advocate, you know, your own advocate and, and be open-minded, be open-minded because, you know, you can mix the two like you did. You can do holistic, you can mix holistic and conventional, you, you know what I'm saying? And have a much better result versus just doing just straight up conventional, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. it's very important. Number one, be your own advocate. Number two, be open-minded And there is a lot of research out there. You can, you know, you can find different things that are going to, you know, help you. It's like there's different roads that are going to lead you to the path of ultimate healing. So, right. Yeah. That's really good advice. I, I remember when I was going through my treatments, I asked the doctor if I could take the medicinal mushrooms because they always say, before you take anything, make sure you ask your doctor first. And so I did. And I, even before I went in and asked him, I was doing a ton of research and there's actually studies out there of people in cancer treatment taking this stuff. And I knew this, but he didn't. And so I went and asked him if I could take this stuff and he's like, no, you you can't have that. And, and I'm like, I asked him why. And he said, because I don't know what it is or what it does to the body. And so then I'm like, okay, so I'm taking it. So the only reason why they say no is because they don't know and you only know what you know. So it's like, I, that's such good advice on making sure that you're open-minded and willing to learn about this stuff because there's so many things out there that doctors have no clue about. Exactly. Well, and the other thing I just want to mention too, is one of my friends was she did only conventional and we got connected basically at the end of her journey. Um, she's doing great by the way, but she, she did conventional and, um, she's like, you know, why did they give us chips, a whole cookies in our, uh, when we're getting yes. oh my you know, <laughs> I, I mean, that is like, oh, oh my gosh, that's insane to me. It mm-hmm. knowing so well, it, it, feeds, you know, tumor growth, but then they're feeding you chips ahoy. I actually I remember that. Yeah. Every time I'd go in to have my treatments, they would have like donuts sitting there for everyone. 
And right away when you walk in, not even in the room where you get the treatments, but the lobby, they had a little refrigerator with soda in it, soda cans. Okay. Well, see, and to me, that just shows that it's, anyways, that's a whole nother topic. I know, I know, I know where you're going. (laughs) You know where I'm going, so. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so. I, I guess I asked everything I, I was going to ask. Do you have, um, you know, maybe any, any advice for anyone or do you want to like close and tell people where they can follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, so yeah, the biggest advice would be, you know, be open-minded. You can mix the two if it's too scary for the holistic uh, route, which I, you know, I understand. I talk to people, um, so I'm an immune system educator with my company. I found these amazing products about a year ago that have really helped me uh, overcome cancer. They're, they're for the immune system. And, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but my doctor and I, my holistic doctor and I just, we completely worked on my immune system because, you know, if your immune system is intact, it's strong. It's like sickness and disease cannot reside. It, it just can't. And our immune system is our, our best line of defense. And so I'm living proof that that's actually true. So I, you know, build my immune system and I found these products um, called, it's a messenger molecule, it's a protein peptide basically. And I learned that they kill cancer cells 97%. And I got added to this Facebook group and I saw these testimonies of um, people using these products and becoming cancer free. And of course my, the lady that added me to the group, she's like, no, I, you know, I'm not claiming that you're going to be healed of cancer. We don't claim to cure. We don't claim to treat, prevent disease. Um, I'm like, Oh, I, I totally get that. Um, but what ends up happening is these products like educate your immune system to recognize the threat in the body that your immune system ends up healing you. And so it's, it's not the actual products. And so I started on those um, pretty much, yeah, almost a year ago. And I, I felt instant results like sleep. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Instant energy. And I just, I just knew that like something amazing was like happening in my body. Um, so I talked to people all about, you know, those products as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, those are, those are awesome. Those products are immune system. Yeah. So people can follow you if they want to ask more about those products, like on your Facebook yeah. or do you have a website or group. Yeah. Or I've got all of that. Yep. I, so I have a cancer group on Facebook. So I'm Erica Matthews on Facebook and I pretty much allow anybody to be my friend on there so they can get in my group, um, in my cancer group. Um, I can find that name. I always forget the name of it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's called hope and healing for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a Facebook group and my heart in there for that group is just, I want it to be a support group where people can ask questions. I also share a lot of like tips and, um, about, you know, inflammation and, uh, you know, just things that are specific to people going through a cancer mm-hmm. battle that I think would help them or things that really worked for me. Um, and then my, I'm on Instagram, um, quite a bit. And that's, um, my Instagram handle is Erica Matthews two zero zero two. Okay. So you yeah. said you mentioned you're a cancer coach or just a, a health yeah. coach? 
Yeah. So I am a life coach for women. I, um, I tend to have, uh, at least right now, a lot of people uh, that are battling cancer right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and I understand, I think, I think it's um, people hire me because I've been there. I understand yeah. the journey and I can t- help teach my clients like what to, what to be asking for and how to be their own advocate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think we definitely need more, more of us out there. Cause I, I yeah. feel like if I would have known that there's people like you and I out there when I had cancer, I, I definitely would have hired a cancer coach or some kind of. Exactly. Me too. It definitely helps a lot. Yes. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, I know your time is precious and you have somewhere to be. So I just want to thank you so much for doing this. And I know it's going to help so many people listening. Yes. Thanks so much for having me on.